0: Good afternoon and welcome to the gym owners fitness business podcast supported by the fitness and wellness show in Sydney 2022 March and of course FitRec fitness registration for fitness professionals well I'm pretty excited today about our podcast because I'm speaking to Tim Green and Tim right now is all the way over in Spain good morning Tim
1: Hey there, Mel. Great to be
0: here. You're absolutely welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Now, Tim Green is the head of marketing for Team Up. So I'll just repeat that again. Tim is the head of marketing for Team Up, the most recommended fitness management system for gyms, studios, and personal trainers. Now, with over 20 years of experience in marketing and 10 years of helping fitness business owners run their businesses, Tim has a unique perspective on how to achieve success and thrive in the evolving fitness industry. Tim has also been featured on multiple industry podcasts, spoken at many events, and hosted multiple online sessions focusing on helping team ups 3,000 plus studio and gym owners. Wow, Tim, that's a, a terrific accomplishment.
1: Well, thank you. That's some introduction. I I feel that's done my my job for me
0: today. You're very welcome. So, Tim, obviously there's going to be quite a few people uh, in the fitness landscape out there who aren't aware of who Team Up is. So do give me a little bit of information and our listeners on who Team Up is. Yeah, that'd
1: be my pleasure. Um, Team Up is software that is designed to take away the, the admin headaches out of your business. And we're a realistic system. You know, we're, we our mission is to understand the, the processes that you're going through in your business and then build really intelligent and easy to use ways that you can automate them. And we try to avoid the... The world of kind of overpromising and change your life and go and go and sit on a beach in Bali. And what we want to do is we want to help real business owners. Um, typically, you know, typical with physical locations, but we've also been working a lot to build the best online experience as well, which can then be worked, you know, operated side by side within Studio. And what we want to do is work, work with those business owners and listen to their needs and build the features that they need to be able to manage their businesses. And when I say manage their businesses, it's really all about everything that you do with your clients. So whether it's signing them up to begin with, attracting them through intelligent marketing campaigns, taking payments, operating multi-tier memberships, access to classes, class day registers, reminders, notifications, automations, um, all the nitty gritty of running these wonderful, wonderful, simple from the outside, but very complicated on the inside sometimes uh, businesses that we all love and that we all know are really genuinely helping people every day. and. What we want to do is we, we want to help the best of that, the help help the best parts of your business work really, really well. And the best part of your business is the bit where you're interacting with clients and building that unique experience that they, that they just keep coming back for and they just can't get enough of. And what software can do, software is doing its best job when it gets out of the way of that completely. And people wouldn't even remember that they had used software, but they just know that the experience was really, really great from the moment they came to your website to the moment they they started working with you.
0: I mean, Tim, I absolutely love that. What you just said then, just so you want to be that club owner or fitness professional that just goes out and does what they're passionate about and not have to worry about the software behind the, the counter. I mean, that... I like that. I like that. I have to ask you, at the very start of your conversation there, you spoke about how you'd gone, um, obviously, you know, the physical location, but with what's happened with COVID, of course, you're also helping clubs with the online experience. So can you just explain to me what TeamUp's doing in regards to helping club owners with the online experience?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what, a, what an amazing 18 months the industry and the world has had. Um, and I think that maybe a year ago we were all in shock still, and clients were clients were coming out of different lockdowns in some places in the world and dreading about to get back getting into them in other places in the world. And what was really amazing early on was the immediate understanding that. The businesses that, that clients attend and your business was so important to them on so many other levels than just going to a fitness class or losing weight. You know, it was it was just incredible to see that the the hunger for that community connection that going to your classes provides them. And I think it was the, the clearest. Um, the clearest moments that I've ever known, where you could see the true value of the fitness industry, and, and that was what. And, and online for me was all about, you know, seeing that you're going to be denied, denied potentially, you know, access to your friends and your community and your your coach, and then being able to say, well, but I need that. I need to keep going. I need to keep, need to keep um, keep that connection. And from a business owner's point of view, of course, I need to find a way of surviving. I need to I need to keep revenue going. And I need to keep my community together. And I need to know that I've got a business to go back to, where I can reopen my doors and dust off the equipment. And when when the when COVID first hit in Europe, um, it was sometime kind of we, we were really you know becoming aware of it in, in kind of february 2020 i mean obviously it, 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 it was a china event that was happening in january and december you know there were murmurs of things but but it then hit um it hit Italy really bad and at that moment um we had a lot of customers in the uk and at that moment it became very clear that within a month it was gonna it was gonna be a real problem so, so we, we worked really quickly, um, several several weekends in a row, non-stop, to try to build an online class experience that replicated the the existing physical class in-person classes, but such, such clinical terms uh, for for a non-clinical um, and uh, fun endeavor. But the what we did is we replicated it, and we, we worked we built an integration with Zoom, which seems to be. The, the one that the one that had got the technology right, and what we tried to do is replicate the in-person experience with online. So we, uh, we, you were able to kind of immediately link your your Zoom account and then just run your classes as if you were in the studio, but via the via your normal online calendar. And and clients would simply get their online joining link instead of turning up to class and being marked off the register. And we kept on developing that, and actually it was it was really it became really phenomenal. Um, and we we delivered in the first few months, um, and certainly by the end of 2020, we'd helped deliver 100,000 online fitness classes via the platform, um, and we had. We, we ran like a, a, an awards uh, process for our existing customers to show them how many how many classes they they personally run you know i think like some 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 actually run on their own you know kind of a thousand classes by the end of the year those are the outstanding examples and it was just this huge wonderful effort by the whole industry to to provide value to customers um, and, and so the online the online system now now obviously studios are open they're not open things you know uh, clients get quarantined things things are changing very very quickly but what our online gives is we see it really as a, a a wonderful insurance policy for the studio owner because if for any time you have to be closed or you can't make a class or there's snow, you know, people can't get to class that day, it gives you the ability to immediately switch over the class to online at any time. Clients don't have to do anything. So if they've got a monthly membership and they can go to eight classes, you could just switch the venue to an online venue and then you're able to run your classes as normal. And that was really a great value add and, and something that you know we're seeing Lots of studios use, uh, maybe not as their core business, after you know when they don't have to, and maybe their core clients would prefer to be in in person, but they've got segments of clients who are interested online, or maybe they might just run one online workshop, one expert who who doesn't um, who doesn't live geographically close to them. Um, so it's it's really a, it's all about other dimensions and. Then earlier this year, we, we added an on-demand library to the system as well. So now you can build your own completely linked to your memberships and membership tiers uh, on-demand library, um, which, which Business Owners have been using in so many wonderful ways. You know, whether it's, um, you know, kind of beginners classes, whether it's supporting content, whether it's complete, you know, complete class systems uh, delivered to clients outside of their area. But it's it's, so. I I really think that online is something that is. It's certainly obviously here to stay. I don't think it's a core value proposition of of uh, you know the the um, the business owners that we work with. Um, I think it is a. um, It's an add-on. It's an extra value. Some clients like it. It gives you an extra dimension, and it's an insurance policy. And I think that it's a. um, That that's wonderful. But I don't think it's a a switch wholesale in the industry. I think clients will be more desperate than ever to get back to the uh, the, the community and the face-to-face, um, the face-to-face uh, uh, um, class experience that they love.
0: I, I mean, I agree with that, Tim. I must admit, even in our own club, you know, members couldn't wait to get in and do the social interaction and get in there physically and be there and see a live instructor. What I'm finding and the feedback that I'm hearing from a lot of people throughout uh, the industry is that members uh, are moving away from wanting to attend a class as it's happening live online but they're now pushing forward and wanting to do more on-demand classes so when they choose to do a class it needs to be their day and their time as opposed to in the very early stages of COVID where everybody was jumping on to do a Facebook Live class. So I'm, I'm hearing a lot of members wanting to do on-demand uh, classes. I'm hearing that a lot from clubs. Now, that's a really successful story, what you've just told, and it's obviously one of the reasons why fitness business owners need to have software. What are some of the other reasons that – Gyms and studios and PTs need to have fitness business software?
1: Well, it's, it's really uh, fundamentally it comes down to running your business as a business. And when the, the early days, when you have a handful of clients or you just opened your studio, you've got an amount of admin and an amount of complexity that probably feels pretty manageable. And what you really want in those early days is to be busy. You do not want to sit at your front desk or anywhere, really, thinking that you should be working and doing nothing. And so what typically happens is that studio owners, um, gym owners, they, they, in the early days, they, they convince themselves that being busy is very, very good, because it makes them feel good. It reduces the anxiety of having committed too much uh, to their business or not growing the business as fast as they, they dreamed and uh, i mean that's not exclusive to fitness of course you know that's that's true of of any business in any industry um things never quite work the way you expect them to that's that's almost the only rule of business and they sit there at the beginning and they want to be busy so they, they they absolutely love it if a client calls them wants to have a chat they meet up you know the client makes payment manually to them um those things are things that um, make them feel good in the early days. And of course the, the, the dopamine um, boost you get each time you close another client, each time you uh, deliver a session diminishes over time. So what happens is as you then become more successful, you also become a little bit less, a little bit less excited each time a new client signs up, each time your business grows. And that's not a bad thing that's a that's a natural progression you know as you as you start to become a better business owner and a more experienced business owner but what happens of course is that you wake up with a um you wake up with this hangover from those early decisions um some way into your business where all the tasks that you took on which seemed so essential to fill your time in the beginning, and so, so welcome, because they, they were, you know, you were holding your success in your hands each time. Um, those things actually start undermining your long-term prospects, because the every time you get a message from a client at 11 p.m. on a Sunday, because they can't make their session at 6 a.m. the next day, that eats away your energy. You don't have as much energy the next day to go and have friendly chats with new clients, or to find new business, or to think of new marketing ideas. Every time somebody uh, there's empty spaces in class because people forgot to tell you that they weren't coming, it eats away at your profitability. It's, it, it, it you know that's that's revenue you will never get back once that class is finished. That space is permanent, permanently empty. And when you when you add all these things up, all the different areas of your business that you're putting in time to, that. The time you're spending does not make you any money. It doesn't do anything for you. All it does is actual your energy. And when you see that, you know, we have this, uh, you you know, that your whole day is actually built with these admin tasks and chasing clients and, you know, following up with things. And you're just giving so much, like just giving all day, giving, giving. And you get to the end of the week and feel exhausted, you know, and you've given too much. And what software can do really is, just take away all of those things. It will no longer leave you with the excuse that you're too busy to think about how you can market your business. Too busy to go to that networking event. You know, too busy to um, to go and prospect uh, at the, at a, uh, the uh, local shopping center on a Saturday. Those things are the things we avoid because we're too busy. But they're also the, the, the hard thing that is the only way forward. And it's what software does it takes away all those excuses and it helps you run your business as a business. So it's managing your bookings, whether it's in person, now online, or even tracking you know, when people are doing videos on demand, keeping keep your customers in one place so you know everything about them and you can see their profile, you can dig into their history, you can automate messages to people who stopped coming so that you can um, have a retention engine on autopilot. But uh, growing your business on you know, using things like referrals, so automated referrals built into software that will will help you um, use your clients to market to new clients. And just overall, just allowing you to focus on building a customer experience, a professional experience um, and making it just make it really, really easy for new new prospects to become customers. You know, they they find it they find it easy to sign up on your website, they feel like you have a great customer experience, they love the experience, they love booking in on the mobile app. It's about giving them what they want, really, and giving them the experience that they deserve and that, that makes you stand out as it's a, it's a best business in your local area.
0: So tell me, Tim, um, one of the features, obviously, you just spoke about was uh, referrals. So how does your software Mm -hmm. help the club uh, get the members to refer clients?
1: Well, I I absolutely love referrals, and this is a topic I am very passionate about, and TeamUp itself um, is built on our own customer referrals. So for the first five years or so we didn't really do any marketing all we did was work hard and do a good job for our customers and that was that that that, you know that that's what we're founded on really and so customer referrals are obviously a very important marketing channel for you but they're very difficult to track um, and they also are they can be very sporadic because um, it's it it, it really depends on when people make connections and how they share so what we did is we added an automated customer referral engine for you, where you all of your customers get a unique referral code, and they also uh, it's also possible then to share a, a referral link with them, which they can then share with their friends. And you can set up an automatic reward. So, for example, you know, ten dollars for uh, for you know for referring a friend, um, and then you can also set up a special offer for the friend as well. So maybe it's like. You know a couple of free classes maybe it's um you know uh, it's something like that so any kind of package, so it could be a discounted package it could be um, anything you can dream up really and what happens is the the um the friend will share the link or give the referral code the new customer comes onto your website and they buy the click to link and they it's automatically applied to their account or they they enter the code and sign up. And then that will all get credited properly and you can report on it, and the the whole thing works on autopilot. Um, It really is a wonderful engine for your business. Do you think
0: our our industry does referrals well?
1: Um, I think that the uh, referrals are probably the backbone of the industry. But I think that the, they, on the whole, are not tracked well enough. So it's something that's happening the whole time, and business owners are successful, but they don't correctly attribute their success to what to, 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 to the motivations behind it. So they don't see that the, the, it's the work, the, the whole experience that they provide that leads to referrals. And maybe maybe referrals are slightly misunderstood. you know they're seen as a a free marketing channel where you you get new clients for free where in fact you know they're probably the most expensive marketing <laughs> channel because they represent the, the whole investment you make in your business you know it's a, it's and it's the whole picture that actually delivers um, another thing that's really misunderstood about them is that The reason that people make referrals is not necessarily why you think, and people make referrals often as a thank you to you. So they, if when they have experienced something good and they want to say thank you, there's not a good way for them to do that because we don't have a tipping culture in fitness. Really, maybe we should introduce that. That would be something. That would be an interesting new dimension, perhaps. But um, we don't really have that. So, uh, for example, I, I go to a, a CrossFit gym and the coach massively undercharges. His memberships are ridiculously cheap and he they're probably, you know, kind of 20, 30% above what you just pay for like a normal gym just to turn up and train yourself. And he's like a superb strength and conditioning coach and he doesn't, uh, and, and he he so cares about your form and your everything. I've never been to a crossfit gym where I'd be less injured than this, you know, and I'm, and I'm really stupid about picking up uh, too heavy weight. But, and but he's, he just gives such a great service, but, but he charges so, so little. And um, so I, I'm constantly trying to find ways to give him more money. I can't just give him more money. It would be horrifically embarrassing for everybody involved. But um, so I buy I buy these overpriced drinks every time I go. He has a fridge, test Every time I go, I just buy I buy a drink. I spend as I spend as much on the drinks as I do on the membership, um, and I'm fully aware that I'm doing it because I'm I'm saying thank you, and I and obviously refer refer whoever I can, you know, to go into there because all I want to do is say thank you. I thank you for, for the results that I get and for the, the service that I get from him. It's not a. Um, I'm not motivated by the money. So if he if he did put a reward on there, it's not a huge motivation for me. It is a motivation for some people, you know, that, that to have a referral program. But it's a, um, you know, they they like to chase the gift cards or the free credits, and you'll, you'll find particular segments of the audience who who are really into that. But it's also really important just to, to allow the natural referrals to, to, to be to to, to to play out the way they want to. But just remember that people's motivations are, um, uh, you know, are, are, are their own and they're they're linked. They're very much linked to the service you're providing. So that yeah. they all. I would say always referrals are a positive vote for your business without doubt.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you there, Tim. It's probably something that all club owners would agree and say, yeah, we do need to spend a little bit more time on our referral strategy. Tell me something, you know, 2022 is just around the corner and I subscribe to a lot of publications and, you know, quite often I get inundated with um, news articles and uh, editorials and what I'm seeing a lot of at the moment is the trends of 2022 and what we should be looking out for. What trends do you think um, will emerge in 2022?
1: Well, I, I mean, if we if we make it to 2022, all of us together as a human race, which I'm very optimistic about now, now we've hit December, um, I I think that the um, it's such a different year for trends. And when we have sat down and done our analysis of, of what's coming up, it's been really amazing to me that in previous years, well, not, not last year, but before, before last year, um, the, 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 the trends were always about the next big shiny thing, the next big workout system, you know, the S45, the, the, you know, uh, you know, no one will do any other exercise apart from that in the future, or, or whatever the whatever the the kind of the trends are built out of. And it's all about big, new, um, uh, exciting, and, and, and you know, fitness trends have almost become like a fashion prediction. Um, you know, fashion prediction about which colours people will wear and, and and everything else. And I think that, that these these trends, those types of trends, they really are describing. A different type of market, than most of uh, most of your listeners will be working in. They they describe you know the kind of the the New York trendy fitness scene, rather than the real work of actually helping local communities. And what I think is really interesting is that in 2022, a lot of that momentum and noise has died away, and the genuine trend for next year is all about community. And it's all about fitness customers wanting to get back into the gym with their with the community and, and knowing and feeling something more than just the exercise class or excitement or um, anything else. You know, it's, it's about consistency and about um, communities coming together and having that human connection. And while the, the big corporate... Uh, the big corporate uh, machine churns away telling us that no one will ever exercise if it's not on a peloton in the future or any other one of these other equipment systems apple fitness or whatever it is i think the more noise that comes from those types of platforms actually the more it pushes consumers towards um, real communities and real connection because those things are going to become more and more competitive and more commoditized and less exciting. And that they will have, I'm sure they'll have content breakthroughs, you know, with celebrity trainers or whatever it is. But the fact is that that, that will be more like a kind of home entertainment system, but it doesn't have it, it they just cannot provide the accountability that um, that a personal connection does. So certainly as we as we continue to kind of emerge out of this phase, we're gonna see. More, more strengthening of the human connection, but also the, the, the if we term, take this term hybrid fitness, the, the continued kind of importance of online as part of your marketing mix, if we call it that, um, and also on demand obviously, is something which people really want to see is there. I don't know whether in the long term, they, they will actually utilise it, but it seems to be something that's very much demanded as part of like the value proposition at the moment. And people have definitely been trained to be able to work at, work out at home as well now. Uh, um, and we're also seeing that you know a big rise in, in alternate venues, so outdoor exercise, finding um, different adventurous activities, you know, taking your community and going and doing different things with them. Um, I think it's, it's really important and, and adventure travel and both types of things are really um, uh, really surging at the moment. and so they're gonna to continue to be a really huge thing in, in 2022. So, um, and despite all that excitement, I think then the core focus on, on smaller groups, safety, particularly with older audiences, you know, reassurance, Um, and making sure that the visible signs of security are there for them um, is is, is very, very important as well, certainly in a marketing sense.
0: I I have to agree, Tim, that I think social interaction is going to be the hottest trend for 2022 and, you know, community and culture come with social interaction. So though Mm -hmm. we do have, in Australia here, uh, in Victoria, Uh, You can only attend a physical gym if you're vaccinated. So there is a strong demand still for the fitness consumer to do on-demand classes. But for the rest of them, Mm. definitely that social interaction, community and culture will play a pivotal role in their mental health. And I think that 2022, absolutely social interaction will be the number one. Now, just before we finish the podcast, just quickly tell me which fitness brand, which fitness brand do you think we should keep an eye on?
1: Well, wow, fitness brands. Well, wow. I I think that there's um, it's very fragmented. You know that I I don't think there's one one really big um, you know one really big brand that's gonna gonna Give us all of the picture. I think that um, the F the F forty five model um, has uh, some. It's problematic maybe in terms of training formats for a lot of customers. But I think there's something very very interesting that they've done, which is you can see it rippling out in the in the fitness culture, is that they've understood that it's about. And um, uh, 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 this is very, I, th- I think this is very linked. To also to the on-demand discussion that we've had. You know, the customers maybe can't attend gym, but it's also about busy schedules and um, perhaps people working from home. The 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 formatting um, in this to fit with your customers' schedules, I think, is a really important lesson that they are teaching. That people understand. It's it's understanding the whole investment from your customer's point of view. So it's the time that they, they take. It's not just the money they spend to your gym. It's the time they take to get to your gym. It's the time that they spend them when they're there. It's, it's how long it takes them to get changed, move on from there, and how long it takes them to get back to work afterwards. And I think that what's their whole core of their brand is about saying within an hour, you know, <laughs> you can have completed the whole process. And so I think that in terms of a brand's watch, They've understood that really, really well, and that how that fits with, you, with your customers um, and their expectations and needs, and trying to trying to fit with the, the you know the working population and how how the challenges they face in the workplace now, um, as well as vaccination records and all these other pressures that people have on them. Um, I think that, that's a really important one to watch and to uh, think think for your business in terms of like the delivery format and, and how it fits with your customers' lives.
0: I, I love your answer there, Tim. And just for the listeners and for Tim also, I'm going to tell everybody to keep an eye on Infinite Cycle. So Infinite Cycle, all you guys out there, uh, look them up because I think you're going to see quite a bit more of them in 2022 now as you heard today everybody uh tim is the head of marketing for team up and team up was established in 2012 and is known to be the leading management software system for independent fitness business owners and personal trainers now tim if anybody would like to chat to you in regards to team up and just before tim gives you his details i have to tell you all They have an absolutely fantastic blog on their website. So jump over and have a look at their blogs over there because I have been reading one this afternoon from Nick Wardle of the Body Transformation Centre. So jump over and have a read of that. But in the meantime, Tim, where can the listeners get a hold of you?
1: Well, the... um Thank you so much for the compliments on the blog. And, um, you know, we, 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 we really try to pack that with customer testimonials, case studies, try to really get into the nitty gritty of your business. And you can find all of it, including how to contact us on our website, which is goteamup.com. So, um, so goteamup.com. And if you search for us, um, Team Up, Fitness Management Software, in Google, you'll find us. Uh, but you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram. We're really active. Um, we'd like to share useful, interesting stories and, um, and any advice that we can. So go to teamup.com or find us as TeamUp on on any social channel.
0: So thank you, Tim, for being on the podcast this afternoon. I've had a great time chatting with you, and congratulations on helping! Congratulations on helping over three thousand studios and gym owners.
1: Thank you, Noah. It's been great seeing
0: you. You're very welcome. As we close off the Gym Owners Fitness Business Podcast today. I just want to remind our listeners that we are supported by the Fitness and Wellness Show to be held in Sydney March 2022 and you never know you might see the team from Team Up over in Sydney and also FitRack Fitness Registration for Professionals. Thank you Tim and thank you to our sponsors today.